Hi there. Welcome to Laughter and Libations. I'm Shanil, and this is podcast episode number 57. This episode is Laughing Matters. It's the end of the month episode for February. It's when I take time to celebrate, mix up the libation of the month, rant about random things that I find funny, and wrap up by answering questions received throughout the month from listeners like you. Did you know it's easier than ever to connect with me? No? You didn't know? Okay, let me tell you how. Go to laughterandlibations.com. Use the chat box. It will pop right up. Type your question or comment and send it. It's that easy. There are other options on the site. Use the option that works for you. The chat box is the newest feature and it's fast. You can even use the chat box to respond to the question of the month. I'll get to that later. I want to get to celebrations. Let's move right on into it. You may be wondering why I take time to celebrate during the end of month episodes, or you may simply need a reminder. Have you ever noticed how easy it is to see what's not working in your life? What's missing in your life? What's going wrong in your life? Consider how many times a day you see these things, feel these things, think these things, talk about these things, and sometimes even act in unhealthy ways because of these things. Essentially, you obsess about these things, these negatives. It can take up a lot of your day. I know because I'm guilty of it sometimes. When I'm like that, when I'm obsessing about negatives, it's stressful. There's no peace, no laughter, and no joy. It's an experience I don't want to repeat often or at all, really. So I started intentionally spending more time seeing the positives. And that's what celebrations are about. At the end of the month, I encourage you to look back over the month to identify things to celebrate. This helps you cultivate positives like gratitude and joy. The more you do it, the easier it gets. It becomes habit. Gratitude takes the place of negatives. You open up space for joy to enter your life. And then the next thing you know, you're seeing yourself and your life in a whole different way. So what are you waiting for? Let's get on with celebrating. <laughs> I'll start. I'll share one thing I'm celebrating this month. It's feedback. I surprised you, didn't I? You know feedback can go this way, that way, or some other way. Sometimes feedback is great and can make you feel really good. Sometimes feedback falls flat and doesn't even seem relevant. Sometimes feedback hits you in the gut and it's not what you want to hear at all. <laughs> Have you been there? I know I've been there many times and I was there this month. I received so much of it this month. I do not know why. I didn't ask for all of it. Well, I asked for some of it, not all of it. For example, 
I ask for feedback in some of my social media posts. There's that. That feedback was easy to receive and it was easy for me to respond. Then there was an entire week when I received feedback from several family members about how I communicate in relationships. There's that. Now, all of that feedback was not so easy to receive. And it was challenging to figure out how to respond or even if I should respond. I focused on being open. I listened. And I worked through it. And so I'm celebrating the feedback because it's what helped me decide to make a few adjustments. I think the adjustments are improvements. And so I'm grateful for the feedback. Now it's your turn. Take a few moments to identify at least one thing to celebrate from this month. If you can identify more than one thing, then that's fantastic. Keep going. If you're having trouble identifying one thing to celebrate, ask yourself why. Why is it difficult for you to do this? Answer that question and it just might take you a step closer to being able to do it. This leads me to the question of the month. The question of the month is, what are some reasons why it can be difficult to see positives in your life? Think about that question. Think about your answer. I want to hear from you. Go to laughterandlibations.com and submit your response today. The libation of the month is called a juicy martini. It's juicy, juicy, juicy. <laughs> it's juicy. It features mint simple syrup, which was gifted to me from one of my close friends, Janice. You've heard about it before. It's magic in a bottle. And I just make up all kinds of libations just to use the delicious mint simple syrup. And it shines in today's libation. Now, do I have to say the thing I always say about the glass? It's a martini. It's being served up. Chill your glass, okay? <laughs> Let's move on to the ingredients. It's experimental. I like to play around with ingredients and find what I like. And I like these ingredients mixed like I'm about to tell you. <laughs> You'll need vodka, pomegranate and blueberry juice. I'll come back to that in a minute. Mint simple syrup, lemon juice, and fresh mint. So let me talk about the pomegranate and blueberry juice. I'm not muddling or any of that. I went to the farmer's market and I found a bottle of 100% juice and it's pomegranate and blueberry. And that's what I'm using. I'm taking the easy road. The recipe calls for two ounces of vodka, three quarter ounce of 
pomegranate and blueberry juice, so they are mixed together, a half ounce of mint simple syrup, the juice of a lemon wedge, it's not a whole lot, maybe it comes to about a quarter of an ounce, and fresh mint for garnish because after all, we're using mint simple syrup. You've got to have that mint added to it, plus it makes it beautiful in the end. I already know, I've already tested. In fact, I did several variations of this trying to get the ingredients just, or, or rather the amounts of the ingredients, just the way I like. And of course you can adjust on your own. I say try it the way I'm going to tell you to do it and adjust from there if you need to, but I figure you probably won't. <laughs> okay, uh, feel, I'm feeling a little confident. I, I, I'm, and, and confidence is good. Confidence is key when you're mixing your libation. You need to feel really good about what you're doing, right? Right, okay. Let's get ready to mix. Since I'm using vodka, I can shake. I don't know if I've ever really talked about that. I prefer a vodka martini. I don't do a gin martini. I, that's just gin is... Not to say that I won't do something with gin eventually. Gin is just not what I'm playing with right now. So since I'm using vodka, I can shake all I want. <laughs> so grab your shaker and let's do this. Add your ice. This is going to be super simple. You've got your ice and your shaker. Add your two ounces of vodka, your three-quarter ounce of your pomegranate and blueberry juice, and then half an ounce of the mint simple syrup. As you know, I don't like things to be too sweet, so only a half ounce will do for me. And then take your lemon wedge, Squeeze the juice in there. It comes to about maybe a quarter of an ounce if you want to measure it. And get ready to shake. Okay, I'm gonna pour it into the glass. It's beautiful, it has lush, lovely color, and I am garnishing with fresh mint. That doesn't surprise you, right? Because I'm using mint simple syrup. I want to add a bit more mint to this mix. It works really well together. So it's definitely beautiful. It smells delicious, and I already know it's delicious. So, I'm, but I'm gonna taste it like it's my first time. Yes. So good, so good. Try it. And let me know what you think of this juicy martini. Cheers. <laughs> It's time for stories, or what I like to call rants. 
I have three rants this month and there is a theme. All three rants are about my experiences in my neighborhood stores. And some of these places may be familiar to you. You may shop at these places yourself. And I want to start with the experience that made me smile the most. And honestly, it just gave me the most joy. And that place was at Trader Joe's. I don't know how it is for you. Whenever I go to Trader Joe's, I tend to have a hard time finding a parking space. In fact, many times I will drive right on by if I can't get a space really quickly. And on this day, I thought it was going to be that way. I thought it was going to be one of those days where I was going to have to just drive through and take it on home. I got lucky though. I found a parking space and hurried inside to pick up a few things for the week. By the time I made my way to the front, all of the checkout lines were pretty full. I jumped in one of the lines, the short one, or at least I thought it was the short one, (laughs) and waited. As I looked around, I noticed the person in the line next to me only had two items. So I invited that person to go in front of me. The person declined. I thought nothing about it and went on my way. The cashier rang up my items and when everything was bagged up, I was presented with a bouquet of flowers. I was so surprised. (laughs) The cashier had witnessed me being kind to someone else and wanted to return the kindness to me. It was an unexpected kindness and It immediately made me smile and laugh out loud. I could not help it. Kindness does that to you. I carried that energy with me out of the store all the way home and posted on Instagram about it. Now I'm sharing the experience with you today. The takeaway from this, the lesson from this experience is that kindness matters and it's contagious and it's definitely linked to joy. Sometimes being kind to someone else is just the thing that will bring joy to you. Now let's move on to another day at another neighborhood store near me. And you know this one. It's that one with the big red circle and the big red dot in the middle. You know, the dot, the target. (laughs) This experience made me smile too, but it was for a very different set of reasons. I don't know what's going on at the target near you. I can tell you that the one near me is going through some things. (laughs) At least it appears that way to me. When I go to a Target, I am always on a mission. As soon as I cross that threshold into the store, I want to get in, get stuff I need, and get out. And I want to do it fast. During this visit, I did well with the first two steps. The get in and get stuff I need. The get out was something else. (laughs) On a typical visit, when it's time to check out, I usually see two lines open. Two, that's all. The self-checkout and one with the cashier. That's it. This day, 
wasn't any different. Only two lines open. I had a couple of items and expected to move through the checkout process quickly. That did not happen. (laughs) It was a little weird to me. It was late. I only had two items. The store didn't seem that busy. And yet, I couldn't seem to get out quickly. The self-checkout line was longer than I thought it was going to be. And it was kind of hidden. Now let me explain. Try to imagine a line that is in between clothes racks and imagine that there are about 10 or 12 steps between the first person in line and where the four to five self-service registers are. I do not know why there was this big space in the middle of the floor between where the registers were and where the line began. The line was hidden. And I just remember thinking, okay, well, there's a Target employee working the area. I thought the person was directing things, you know, letting people know when the next register is available, telling people where the beginning of the line is, and generally providing good customer service. Sure. In an alternate reality. (laughs) I just made all that up in my head. It was not what was happening in reality. After 10 minutes or so, I finally make it to the front of the line. Remember, I'm standing in between two clothes racks. I'm only a little over five feet. I'm 5'1", so you can miss me. You can definitely miss me if you're not paying attention, so you can guess what happens next. I'm standing there waiting for the next register to become available. It does. It's my turn. And just as I step forward, a couple comes out of nowhere and proceeds to the open register. I wait for the store's employee to say something. I mean, we all see it. I see it. And all the people in the line behind me see it. This couple jumps the line. I'm standing there thinking, hey, what in the world? (laughs) Am I going to have to say something to these people? Guess what? That's exactly what happens. I rush forward, trying not to yell, trying not to make a scene. I say, hey, excuse me, excuse me. The couple turns around. All I see in their faces (laughs) is confusion. I say, hey, I'm actually next in line and, well, there's a whole line of people behind me and I gesture to show them the line. You jumped the line, I say. And thankfully, there's no issue. The couple moves out of the way and I check myself out. All of this happens right in front of the store's employee. That employee did not move, did not assist, did not say anything. As I'm checking myself out, I just smile a little bit. I chuckle even. I I have to find some humor in it because it's so crazy to me. So in my mind, here I am. In addition to checking myself out at the register, I'm also expected to monitor the checkout line and make sure no one jumps the line. I want to be on the payroll, okay? (laughs) 
That's too much for me. That's not what I'm expecting to have to do when I walk into the store. I'm just there to get things I need and get out. (laughs) Now, let's move on to the third neighborhood store experience. This one is quite different too. It was the Friday before Valentine's Day. I finished my work day and decided to run a quick errand to pick up, oh, a few things from the grocery store. This time, it was Publix. Do you know Publix? Is there a Publix near you? If not, it's okay. Just think typical neighborhood grocery store. I'm walking along from my car to the front of the store. And honestly, I wasn't thinking about Valentine's Day. Maybe I should have been, but I wasn't. It, it, it just wasn't on my mind. It was the last thing on my mind, particularly after last year's fiasco. And if you want to know about that fiasco, you will have to listen to episode 33. If you want to hear all about that craziness, just go listen to episode 33. It's a guaranteed laugh <laughs> for the day. For sure. Anyway, I simply wasn't thinking about Valentine's Day. I, you know, I had just finished work, but Publix had other ideas. Publix wasn't having any of this not thinking about Valentine's Day stuff. Publix was going to make me and anyone walking into the store think about it. I am not exaggerating when I say this. The doors open. I take two steps in the store and I am assaulted by a sea of massive balloons swaying left and right. I'm stunned for a moment because I honestly don't know what's happening. I can't see an open path into the store. I have never seen a display like that. I duck, I swat at the balloons to move them out of the way. I'm trying to avoid being hit in the face. I make it through the sea of balloons only to find myself blocked by a huge table loaded down with flowers. And next to this is a display with rows and rows of candy. (laughs) I, I, I was really frozen in place for a while. It is good that no one was walking in right behind me. They would have bumped into me. I don't think I yelled out loud. (laughs) I really don't know. I might have at some point. (laughs) I do know I thought, what in the world is happening? I've got to get out of here. I just came here for some coffee creamer and some leafy green vegetables. Not all of this. I'm telling you, I've never seen a display that big before. Not knocking and and slapping you in the face at the front door. It was just the funniest thing to me. I don't know if they decided to blow up every balloon in stock or what. (laughs) Let's wrap up with Q&A. I have one question this month. The question is, why do I need to set a daily laughter goal? I've 
feel like I may have answered this before. It doesn't matter though. I will answer it again. It's an important question. So I want to address it again. I recommend setting a daily laughter goal because my approach encourages you to take intentional actions each day. It's a daily approach that we're using to increase laughter. Doing something daily helps you form a habit, and this is what you want. You want to form a habit of noticing the levity in experiences and situations. I find it easier to be consistent when I'm doing something daily. I am not sure if it's the same for you. It is that way for me. When I'm doing something daily, I'm on it. I can be on it. It's very easy to hold myself accountable. And consistency is important for this. Consistency is key for anything you're trying to change, in fact. Also, since we're talking about a daily approach, I think it helps to have a daily goal or target. At the end of the day, you can do a quick assessment and know if you're moving in the direction you want to go. The quick assessment each day is powerful because then you can make an informed decision about what to do next. Let's say at the end of the day, at the end of today, you do a quick assessment and you realize you didn't meet your target. Then you can decide what to do the next day. Do you need to stay the course or do you need to make an adjustment to get closer to your goal? And this is why the daily laughter goal is a good idea. It's that marker. It's that marker that will let you know if you're really making progress and getting closer to meeting your goal. Thank you for listening. Connect with me at laughterandlibations.com. Make sure you find that chat box and use it to ask a question, leave a comment, or answer the question of the month. Remember, the question of the month is, what are some of the reasons why it can be difficult to see positives in your life? And the last thing I want you to do is Share the podcast with someone you think will find it helpful. Until the next time, find what makes you laugh and joy will find you.